Hello there and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> right. I it's was like trying to hold it in, but I couldn't. You were quite well behaved, just not me. <laughs> right. Shall I start again or should we just carry on regardless? <laughs> Carry on as we mean to go, I guess. Latest <laughs> episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. I'm joined by a giddy Ben Hibbert. Hello there. Uh, relatively well slept, where relatively is a relative term, Tim King. Hello there. Have you actually slept this week? I have actually. I had a very nice three-day weekend uh, just gone. Nice. So lots of board gaming, a bit of drinking, and uh, not thinking about work. So that was lovely. And then came back to an absolute nightmare today. But (laughs) hey-ho. That's what happens when you've got three days off work. Yeah, You've got three days worth of work to catch up on, as well as the work for that day. Oh, lovely. Isn't it brilliant being an adult? Yeah. Well, it it was payday, and that that made made life a little easier, because then it's just like, oh, I can actually afford things that distract me from work. Yay. (laughs) I can actually yeah, buy I got, things I don't need. <laughs> I got my, it, so it was my it was my first payday from the new job, which is slight pay rise, which was good because I had a little bit more money. But on the downside, we've re- realised that we have to pay a pile of money to decorate the loft extension that we've just got done, which we didn't budget for because we budgeted for the building's work, but not for the decoration. And it's cost us more than we thought. And then we've also had the council come to us and after two and a half years of us asking, I've said, oh, by the way, that land that you want to buy behind your house so that you don't have to pay us some money every month for it um, and it'll be cheaper in the long term. Yeah, we're ready to do that now. So we had to contact a solicitor because they insisted that we use a solicitor and that's going to be 700 quid. And it's just like, yes, adult cost. And then people are going, are you going to Worlds in in March? And I'm like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going to look at a bit of land at the back of my garden that I already have in my garden <laughs> and think, yes, that's officially mine now. And that's what I'm going to do instead. <laughs> Because the previous owner moved a fence without permission. Adult conversations, very boring, but now we're having to pay for it's it. It's funny you say that, but that's what I did. <laughs> he moved a fence. He didn't tell them that he moved it. And then when we moved in and they checked everything, they went, wait a minute, your boundary's 10 foot further back than it should be. <laughs> like, is it? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, anyway, um, back to X-Wing. We don't need that. It was we like that when that. I got here. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, they, they don't care. They just want us to give them money, so it's fine. It's it's one of those things. It's like it's not a bit a big amount of money, but it's big enough. And then the the um the the solicitor's cost is like ridiculous compared to the actual cost of the land. Um, but it's like I think after you know any solicitors that might be able to help you. I mean, I work for law firms, so I should do, but they're not the they're not the right kind of law firm, sadly. Um. But yeah, it's just one of those things, you know, like over five years, it's going to be cheaper to buy it than rent it. So, or pay the money to move our fence back and be like, no, we don't want that land anymore. Just move it. Um, anyway, not doing that. Right. I'm going to talk about X-Wing today because we've got something to talk about. We've got content. Um, so about an hour ago or two hours ago um, at time of recording, um, we've had spoilers for the Hot Shots and Aces 2 pack which we've all kind of known were coming. Um, we all had some things that we definitely wanted to see in them. Uh, Ray T65 X-Wing, spoiler. Do you, not, not do you not think it'd be more interesting to talk about how I was almost a legend and leave this for someone else to talk about? Why, how you were almost a legend? <laughs> I'm only joking. 
So, I mean, we can talk about the Elements uh, Legends tournament where 11, 11, people, 11 people turned up and it was won by somebody who's not played X-Wing for three years. Sad times. And he Using my ships. In the playoff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, using my He's, ships my, and my list, list. I sent him the night before. <laughs> <laughs> he, he messaged saying, uh, so Adam, it was Adam Tudor, so well done to Adam for winning the second Element Legends event. He did used to do the podcast like three, four years ago when he was playing. Um, and he just decided he was going to come because he had a free day and he used to play X-Wing and he enjoyed it. And he was like, whatever, I'll give it a go. And he messaged Ben, asked for a list. Ben said, Rich has been flying something like this. He wanted to fly Resistance. Adam then took the four ships and built possibly the weirdest combination of upgrades I've ever seen in a resistance list together. Like an, a, a four-point Y-wing with plasma torpedoes and wartime loadout, but nothing else. I'm like, why? Why Why would you do that? <laughs> why would you use a better four-point? But anyway, he won and he beat Ben uh, yep. in the final game to go 4-0. Ben went 3-1. Um with his frankly disgusting death troopers that we can probably talk about at some point later because <laughs> they, they, they should be banned. I'm only, I'm only grumpy because I, I got gotcha to buy them. Uh, oh, I they do that. right? I know you told me about them and I knew what they did and then I forgot that decimators could four straight. I thought they could only three straight, so I'd be fine. Turns out, <laughs> not fine. Not fine at all. Um, so there we go. Um Right. Uh, so we're going to talk about these uh, these spoilers then, I guess. Um, I mean, by the time this comes out on Wednesday, everybody will have read these like 400 times and thrashed them to death on the internet. But let's have our hot take. So we've I'm, got... I'm hoping that because they've done it, they just release everything. Like, yeah, here it is, nerd, see it all, whatever. So. Yeah, I hope so. Um, so they've released six cards, and then there's some other bits that um, we were able to scrutinize by squinting and looking at things that are in bad resolution from the back of the pack so basically there's six pictures of six cards and then there's a picture of the back of the box so we know what the content is so i'm just gonna read through them one at a time um we've there's got more than six cards i know there's 12 cards you're right because six add six is 12 and i'm looking at 12 cards and i kept saying six but there's 12 cards um <laughs> So we've you have a got a long day, um, haven't you, mate? I have, yeah. A new new job having to actually work. It's disgusting. Um, <laughs> so uh, first first things first is we've got a Delta Seven. So this is going to come in both Seven um, B and uh, not Seven B variants, CLT variants. Um, that's listed on the pack called Adi Gallia, um, who is an I five um, Jedi of some description. Um, we don't know how many force she's going to have, um, or he, I don't know, they are going to have. Um, but the ability is while you defend at attack range one, you something, something spend one force. If you do, the attacker cannot something, something the range bonus. Um, so while you defend at attack range one, I suspect this is a removing the range bonus, um, by spending a force. And then second part of the ability, while it's you like perform, wizard, isn't it? Yeah, it's opposite Grand Inquisitor. So it's while you perform an attack against a defender at range three, you may spend a force and the defender cannot apply the range bonus. So if you're attacking at range three, you can spend a force. They don't get a range bonus. If you're defending, you spend a force. They don't get the range bonus. So I think it's inverted version of the Grand Inquisitor, isn't it? I can't he's remember. the other way around. He gets Only range bonus a, when he's... Someone who he, used it a lot. <laughs> he gets range bonus when he's at range two or three. So he can roll three dice at range two or three, and he can remove your 
Yeah, it sounds right. of, you, you can remove your extra defensive dice when he's shooting you at range three as, instead. He can do one or the other. So it um, looks like Addy yeah. Gallia was in an episode of Clone Wars and was killed by Darth Maul. There you go. Uh, Obi-Wan and Darth Maul went, I think, possibly Dathomir. Okay. Well, no, they went to they went to Florum. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Is there, there, a, pic- is there a picture of the? Oh right. Okay. It's a Star Wars character. She, I think. Yeah. Yep. High Council during the Clone Wars. There you go. So probably. I, I think the ability is going to be good. Yeah, and two or three force as well. So. Um, I five. Well, the seven B version will be good if you can stop uh, your opponents from getting range one attacks against you. Sure yeah. I mean, I, I say that, but we don't see Grand Inquisitor a lot anyway. Yeah, there's better uh, options at his points cost in Imperials at the moment. That's yeah. why. And I've only ever seen Ollie do well with it, to be fair. And then yeah. obviously other well, people copied. Um, and I, I am Ollie. saying this from a, well, that's Click's ability, but you know, obviously it's you know, a Click using target locks and a charge, but that is essentially what um, Click's ability does, take away the range one or yeah. Um, yeah. So I think yeah, it could be uh, could be uh, good, but yeah, you are competing with like Obi Wan and stuff like that. So we shall see. It depends on number of force and number of loadout, and yeah. I mean initiative five. So it's Plo Koon, Obi, um, uh, what's you called Ayla Secura in the Etta. Um, yeah, there's there's a bit of competition at i5 and it just depends on points but most of them are coming in at five or six at this kind of thing so i'd be surprised if an i5 jedi wasn't five points at least so yeah fir- firmly in ob territory there I, re- I reckon we're gonna have two force yeah i reckon because obi's obi's three isn't he and yeah. obi's supposed to be like a god character <laughs> yeah still no quite gone gin sad face mm. Okay. Yeah, that's a bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But did did we ever see him fly in a ship, though, to be fair? Yeah, but he could be crew or he could be whatever, couldn't he? Um, I don't think we just ever make did him a horse ghost. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, so ne- next thing, anyway, is a, um, it's a, an, a, a Z shuttle, I think. Um, Agent Tierney, uh, I3. Uh, after placing forces, you must assign the broken trust condition to an enemy ship. That's all we know. So <laughs> there you go. There's a new shuttle that First Order have got. Yay. Um, now, I've, I've yeah. not really watched much of it, but is it the Resistance? Because that looks like the um, the dock from yeah, where the, fi- the fireball's all from. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's that thing but i don't know the character because i've watched about three episodes of resistance yeah so anybody that's watched that might recognize the character name but it doesn't want them comes to should we google her should we google her agent tierney i was just checking uh like some bits on uh, fandom tierney is a character in the star wars universe yes uh <laughs> yeah it's def- definitely uh, res- uh resistance but looking at the the pictures because it's all that kind of <laughs> oh right okay so spoilers for people here but um it says the first order does not tolerate the weak agent tierney i understand do you yes supreme leader agent tierney to kylo ren before he kills her um so there you go she appears and gets murdered by 
Kylo. Uh, human female was an agent in the First Order Security Bureau during the conflict with the First Order and the Resistance. She went to Colossus to investigate Resistance activity. Um, so she's there. You go. She turns up in thing as a First Order person investigating things. There you go. Um, Sadly, then, the shuttles aren't exactly in a great place right now, are they? No. Um, Too many better options for First Order. Yeah. Oh, the, the first time I've seen one recently was at weekend, and that was only because Johnny wanted to use a painted chippied one. Fair enough. <laughs> it's as good a reason as any. Yeah. The good old days where I've got two of them. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring it back. Bring it back, Tim. You can do it. So should we talk about should we talk about Rogue Nine excitement? <laughs> so this is something that people have been asking for since version one, right? Corrin Horn in an X-Wing, okay? Everybody's excited. It's a T-65. He has got a different ability. He doesn't have his double-tap ability from the E-Wing. What his ability is, is frankly a little bit bonkers because it says, after you declare the defender of an attack, if you have a lock on the defender, a friendly ship may transfer their lock token from you to the defender. So what that means is, turn one, your entire list locks Corrin. <laughs> then Corrin flies up, gets coordinated, a lock or a focus or whatever, then locks somebody. And so he's got a double-modded torpedo from his X-Wing at I-5. And then a ship who has previously taken a lock on Corrin and taken a focus that turn can then lock whatever ship Corrin's going to shoot. So basically driving folk, double-modded focus fire into ships. Um, he's going to just basically leaning into Rebel Alpha like even harder now. It's like another way for them to get double-modded torps really easily. So there you go. Corrin Horn, what do you think? Yep, I think it's decent, especially because the image on the back of the pack has the force symbol on him so oh tim tim coming in with the with the secret knowledge <laughs> yeah so um so that i mean that's it like he potentially with force can be double modded and then obviously then he's transferring that lock and you could even have luke as well yeah. i mean that could be three t65s or something like that maybe i don't know yeah. three t65s at around five or six points each and then Somebody, I really hope there's two versions as well. Well, cool. so the back of the box is 38 ship cards, and I have counted them up, and they have named 38 ship cards, so there doesn't look to be two Corrin Horns. And the reason we're saying that is because the text on the back of the pack for his pilot ability looks different. Yeah, it says something about spending a force to do something, where the one that I've just read out doesn't reference that at all. So, um, but yeah, Corrin Horn i5 in an x wing everybody's very excited let me see if i can squint sadly i don't have an nda so i can't squint through it <laughs> uh, something something recover one for something something focus tokens i don't know whatever i couldn't i couldn't um, pick it out no somebody somebody will tell us oh i've just enhanced like they do in csi miami and this is what it says to me it's like ah you're on the play test in there well but a part of me is like well who cares because there's obviously two versions and they've picked one yeah to which one yeah. they picked <laughs> all the back of the box is wrong i think the one on it the could back be an extra card is, i think it's likely to be a render from something that they've done when they've been 
planning this and they've picked a version of the text that's on that card and then they've reverted it to a different version or previous version or something else. Yeah. Um, but I feel like uh, the spread that we're looking at is probably the more likely to be one. Yes, it's yeah, definitely. Um, talking of spreads, I don't. That's a terrible segue. <laughs> but, uh, next, I don't, pilot, I don't want to know what you're thinking there. I was, I was trying to. I was Were you looking at Fisto? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you, you sick wow. out. <laughs> I was looking at. I was, I was looking at a different card. I was going to make a joke about something to do with fitting kitchens and kitchens having spread in them, and Dale being excited for this next card. But I realised it was far too tenuous and not funny, so I gave up halfway through. But not after I'd said, "Speaking of spreads," and I went, oh no. Uh, so speaking of spreads, Kit Fisto. Um, not the one that Dale's going to be excited by. Um, initiative four, ETA two, Actus. Um, while another friendly ship defends, if the attacker is in its bullseye, so while your mate is defending against somebody who's got him in its bullseye, you may spend a force charge to change one of the defender's blank results to an eyeball result. So it's a bit like Isla Secure's ability, where she's got to have the attacker at range one, and then that allows the defender to convert a blank to a focus. But this is if the attacker has you in bullseye, Kit can spend a force charge to give you a guaranteed focus result on your dice. It's yet another defensively-minded Republic ability, Tim. Absolutely, yeah. No, I, th- I think uh, yeah. So you, so if you're playing for yeah, so it's the defender. If the defender has the attacker in the defender's bullseye. Oh yeah. yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, Sorry, which yeah. with Republic you are probably playing for with your Delta Sevens and you, yeah, you know, you, you have ETAs anyway. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, I, I quite like that. Um, uh, yeah, it's 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 one of those ones, isn't it? Like you could you could dedicate your blank. And if you oh, ro- oh, if you oh. if you roll another blank, you go okay. I'll sp- I'll spend a force to turn it to an eyeball. Yeah, it's definitely screams Tim nonsense here. Many I can things. Just imagine you sat there with like a list of triggers to remember. <laughs> I um, mean, Kit Fisto is one of my favourite um, Jedi from watching Clone Wars. Like outside of the main characters, he's he's pretty fun and cool. Um, I mean, my, my, well, this him. is it. My Republic list that I'm currently running, the first iteration did have Kit Fisto crew. Which was yes, his ability was decent, and he gave my latter force point, but it was because it was Kit Fisty. Mm-hmm. So he's I four. Um, he's got two force. I think he's going to come into the four point Jedi pools um, along with um, Luminara and Mace Windu, people like that, rather than the five point pool with Plo and Obi. Um, but I uh, yeah, I'd imagine so. Like I four with no shields. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, he's got his reposition, but then, you know, he has only got two force, so you won't be using the reposition as much as you do with Obi and Annie. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I think he's decent. Like, it might when you take patience on again, you know, this is, you know, just going for those defensive abilities. And a really, really nice bit of art on the card as well, mm-hmm. with a whole new paint scheme for people to put on their ETA2s. Um, <laughs> bright red front and a big silvery white bit at the back it looks really nice um yeah the art on some of these cards is, is exceptional and it's something that has just been maintained from um ffg into amg so it's really really good to see um next one uh 
sicko. Um, he yeah. is also known as also known as CT Ben Hibbert one, <laughs> one two seven five four nine. Um, I, I do feel like they're starting to run out for like run out of clone names. Yeah, like because you know some of the, some of the the headhunter names we got were stretching it a little bit. I know, uh, but yeah. So sicko, Meme killer. <laughs> well, sicko can do sickening maneuvers. Yeah. After you execute a basic maneuver, you may assign the sickening maneuver condition to yourself, which will do something which we don't know what that is. Um, he's an I two lat. Um, apparently, he doesn't have the 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 the, um, the turret arc, but I suspect that that's just a. Um, deliberate mistake on behalf of the people rendering the cards digitally before they're produced but um because his ability still requires a turret attack yeah he's got fire Um, fire, he's got fire convergence so yeah yeah so it's a lot um so it should do but there's nothing else interesting there um he will get played if sickening maneuver does something really cool um (laughs) and and if he's got as big of a loadout value as hound (laughs) basically (laughs) You know, which lat do we use at the minute? The one with the biggest loadout value. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it, isn't it? Um I don't think there's much more to be said about Sickle, to be honest. It's a I think it's hard until you know the uh, actual what the conditions do. Yeah, absolutely. Very much like age, agent tyranny, without knowing what broken trust does, you can't really sort of comment much. Yeah. Uh so on to the last one. Um so Dale's already been excited about this one on the internet, so uh, this one's for you, Dale. Juno Eclipse. Um, after you perform an action, you may perform a red boost action. Wow. Boosting tie advanced at initiative five. Actually, possibly makes somebody other than Vader worth playing. Oh, Marek's been okay for a bit, but kind of X1 Vader's the the big daddy of this. Does Juno Eclipse get into squads as a bit of a budget version? Maybe? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. It helps. I think certainly I-5 is quite congested at the moment with the sort of various aces and, and other sort of ships. So having that ability to, you know, barrel roll boost or, yeah, f- target lock boost. Um, yeah, I think that's quite strong. Yeah. With a little bit of action support from somewhere else, I suspect, because it's a tie advanced, so it always, always, always wants to have a, a target lock. And then it's got that turn where it's squeaky bum time and do my three greens hold up. <laughs> um, or does my ship explode on the opening engagement when I took a lock instead of a focus? Um, so, yeah, it, it's the, the reason Vader is good is because he's got force for that turn and he can always force focus anyway. Um, where, you know, this is this just feels like a really good ship actually for um scenarios. So being able to um scenario action and then red boost away. Um or to focus boost in to stuff so that you're not losing your repositions and X ones can't boost anyway. So the fact that this is a basically a free linked boost from any other action um that she wants to do. And they do have um a tech slot, so you can take prime thrusters. Yeah. So if you if you really want to be uh, being able to boost at all times, yeah, or pattern analyzer, you can double stress yeah. yourself off a K turn if you feel like it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, pattern I think analyzer. Yeah. pattern analyzer is filthy on them ships. Oh, it is <laughs> absolutely. Um, 
yeah, I, li- I like. I mean, I like this one. I think this is going to see play. G- genuinely think this is going to see play. Um, I think it'll come in um, at a f- kind of a five, um, five pointer. I was just uh, looking at um, the ETAs, just going back to it as well. Like the cheapest ETA at the moment is five points, so I don't expect Kit Fisty would be any cheaper than that. Is that for Shakti and Yoder? Uh, even the Jedi, Jedi Generals. Okay, and they're yeah, two, two. They're two. They're basically exactly the same. Although I suppose we have seen sometimes the name pilots are cheaper than generic. So, yeah, possibly. I think, I think we'll probably see kid at five. Then it's yeah. a safe place to safe place to open the betting, isn't it? Um, okay, next page. Six more to go. <laughs> We're trying to make this as exciting <laughs> as possible. I'm going to leave the T70 for the end though, just so I can be visibly disappointed for everybody. Um, <laughs> there, there are a couple of well-known characters here and then some people you've never heard of. So let's start off with the Republic, the Naboo N1. There's a Naboo N1 card. And it's a bit like Rick Olay, but instead of adding dice, you're re-rolling. So while you defend or perform an attack, um, I suspect it says, if the speed of your revealed maneuver is greater than the enemy ships, you may re-roll your blank results. So, okay. And it's got full throttle. And it's initiative three. And his name is Gavin Sykes. Um, So there we go. It's a Naboo N1 that will never get played. Um, Along with the rest of them, apart from Little Anakin sometimes and Rick Olay very occasionally. Um, I mean, I suppose that, you know there might be uh, an edge case for because they can take torpedoes, can't they? Yes. Yes. So, so being able to take, um, I suppose you have your target lock, though, aren't you? Anyway. Yep, and so. they don't have um, targeting synchronizer because they've got no modification slot. So mm. you can't even you can't even be like, well, he can take a lock and then pass it because he gets to re-roll his blanks because he's doing a five straight so you know but yeah you, it's it it's going to suffer from the same problems that all of the other end ones suffer from um and it's going to look beautiful on the table it's going to be great amount of fun to fly and then it's going to die the first time the enemy ships look at it um but you know hey it's good mm. still my favorite ship in star wars sadly <laughs> <laughs> why do i fall in love with things that are rubbish uh, never mind <laughs> It's the, who you are as a person. Oh, I'm going to tell my wife you said that. You're dead. <laughs> I was actually trying to say that you were a rubbish person. Oh, right. Okay. I'm sure you are. Um, lovely. Obviously, you've got low standards, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm defi- I definitely married up, to be honest. But there we go. Um, mind you, I've seen your wife. You married up as well. But that's not hard. It's, <laughs> you're really short. Uh, um, we're actually similar size to be fair <laughs> but now i'm definitely batting <laughs> right next one hondo onaka we like hondo hondo's great um brilliant mm-hmm. character his crew card brilliant and this one is even more brilliant i think so uh action choose two non-huge ships so anything on the board as long as you're not playing epic like some kind of loser um at range zero to three of you that are not friendly to each other so one from your team one from your opponent's team each chosen ship may perform an action that is on your action bar even while stressed in the order of your choice then gain a calculate token and here's the thing he's in a fire spray So, Hondo in a fire spray, initiative one, 
basically flies in at I-1 and says, I'm going to choose your ship over there, your ship over there, take an action that's on my thing. And then Fenrau says, I'll take a reinforce before I do my blue move. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, or I'll just do a focus so I can take a lock or whatever. And then your opponent gets to do the same thing, but you can choose your opponent ship that's facing in the wrong direction or that and and you get to tell them what order they're doing it in so you know you get to say oh you do yours first and then i'll do mine um so that they can't then be like oh i'm gonna boost so that you can't take that target lock they'll be like no i'll take my lock first um or you know you can boost your ship away so that they can't then lock you or whatever but yeah um so proper thematic hondo ability because he's not like jamming one coordinating the other it's not about this shadow you know it all going to one side it's like both sides get an action but i also get a calculate so i make my little profit um and everybody gets something and everybody loves hondo love well, it he, well he can choose himself can't he as well uh yes he can so he could choose himself and an enemy and let's say he target locks and then gets calculate yeah so he can target lock calculate the enemy gets mm-hmm. to take an action as well um or yeah somebody pointed out somewhere in the internet today that um you could put mando crew on to get the white reinforce and then you can eat white reinforces around yeah, the rest it, has of your list. To, it has to be an action on your action bar yeah it's on your action bar if you add it with a card it's it? how yeah it adds it to your action bar unless it specifically says otherwise um so like the um the y-wings uh the resistance y-wings ability says something like um when you perform an action on your action bar or that has been added to your action bar by an upgrade card of a certain type you find a way to turn it down round to that faction you like yeah i'll be there in a minute there's there's a t70 coming don't worry about that um yeah so there we go um what what do you think of that one ben um I mean, it's a fire spray, isn't it? <laughs> we know fire sprays. I just, I, I quite like that you, like you mentioned, um, uh, Fenrau. I quite like that you might be able to make some janky scum nonsense happen. Um, you can and, always make janky scum nonsense. Oh, I know, but like, I'd love to see Fenrau back. Yes, just swooping in, uh, like you say about. Um, the reinforce, it would just be filthy to make him survive that little bit longer. Because he's not quite been able to play, as he, really? No, too much auto-damage with bombs yeah. and things coming around and too many torps, which are the things that Fenrel really doesn't like. Um, so those high-initiative alpha strikes have kept him out of the meta for quite a while. Okay. Uh, next one, Scum as well. Uh, Torfun. It's a fang fighter. Uh, after I3, after you perform an attack, if the defender was destroyed, you may perform an action, even while stressed. Then you may gain two strain tokens to perform a bonus attack. Okay, so at I3, you can gain two strain tokens. That's okay, I guess. Um, if you've nuked somebody, then you get to fire a, a double tap. Two shots is good. And I three, you've got a reasonably good chance that you're the person doing a kill shot on something. Seems okay. Hello. Yeah, yeah. It's another fang fighter. Yeah. Another fang fighter that we won't ever see played. <laughs> oh, sad face. 
so many cool fang fighters with cool abilities and like you stick them on the table and it's like well i've got to spend eight points to, p- to put a shield on them that's my first spend now which of the mandalorian keyword things do i want to put on is it beskar do i stick enduring on them that's another five yeah they're big loadout values but it's uh i mean getting it's the lovely do- to see them. yeah getting the double tap could be good um so we, we have seen other ships do well with the double tap um, I mean, yeah, because they're still gonna have Concordia face off on their two agility when strained if if yeah. they're in that situation. So, um, you know, in the, f- the fact that you get to do perform an action even whilst dressed and then perform a bonus attack, yeah. So, there's that other one who just came out. What's he called? He's in Rebels. I just yeah. like to point out that the artwork is amazing, it is beautiful. <laughs> um, the guy well, who came out in through Dirk. someone's debris. <laughs> Was it Dirk Alon? I suppose you can't do that, can you? Because he won't. The ship you destroy won't actually have gone until the end of his initiative. Um, correct. Unless you boost through at a, a weird angle. That's true. Yeah, that is true. But yeah. Oh, sad times. Because uh, that would love that. Be cool. <laughs> I got I got briefly excited for having multiple low initiative double tapping fangs, but the other ones in rebels. Um, it's Bodica Venge. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's one Ollie was running. Yeah, get a deplete, which we've seen do did reasonably well in Kyber Cup. Um, think got top eight, maybe something like that. Um, but yeah, it's another Fang Fighter in Scum. Yay! Ah, oh, here's one that's going to excite some people, including Mike. <laughs> you might come back. Slightly neutered, but Tycho, <laughs> Psycho Tycho, the son of Alderan, Tycho Selchu Kelchu. He's an I five. Rebel A-Wing and an RZ-1. Um, while you have two or fewer stress tokens, you may perform actions even while stressed. So no more trailing a pile of 74 stress tokens around behind you because <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore. You just do whatever you want. Um, but he can vector thrusters. He can focus into a boost um, or he can barrel roll into a boost and it's all fine he doesn't care um and then do the same thing k turns into actions and it's all fine um and because he's he a used wa- to put rage on him didn't you he did used to put rage on him so that yeah, he got yeah. whatever that nonsense was um was that free focus i think it was, was, it? Think it was focus and then re-roll as well as some i can't, yeah, I can't remember stupid. now but basically you used to be like i'm gonna rage <laughs> and like you would pull him around like it like 12 to 15 stress tokens it was the reason you bought a big stress token because you would just be able to slap that down and go that's 10 and and i'm gonna stop counting at this point because i'm never clearing enough of them for it to matter oh Um, no i I bought mine because that stupid ion ghost list i used to fly away could get five stress tokens on someone in one turn (laughs) that counts as five it's like a game of risk little ones are one and a big one's five okay (laughs) i had a great time with that list just nobody else did there's a limited amount of fun, and if other people are having fun, that means there's less fun for you. So the only way for you to have fun is to make sure nobody else is having fun. And Ion Ghosts were the ultimate in making sure that there was nobody else having fun on that table, apart from you. So, um, so yeah, again, awesome artwork. looks really nice. Um, it's an old classic RZ1A wing paint scheme, um, but it's really nicely done. Um, and yeah, he's back. People have been yelling for him for ages, and and he's back. I, so, I do think we'll see a lot of play. Yeah, he um, will. People love the character, and you know, you, 
being able to sloop and whatnot and focus, boost, whatever. Yeah. It is good. Yeah. Because, you know, it's... A-Wings struggle to turn around sometimes, don't they? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you can even put the um, the, the vectored cannons on him um, and, you know, have other options, basically, uh, with mm. him. Um, not that you probably would do that with this guy, actually, thinking about it. but Yeah, I mean, you could do. Little could do little like rotate for a stress and then one harding is is yeah is, is still spicy focused. yeah or rotating and pre boosting I know because you can only do one or the other no because you lose yeah. your effect to thrusters yeah. don't you yeah but you can still as you say focus off a white like so you'd be able to do some squirrely stuff but to be honest he's probably better yeah. without it um, and just getting focus boosts off sloops and k turns you know if, that version you mentioned does sound quite fun though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. There's some Get little it. shenanigans you can do that that Get people probably won't see coming. <laughs> I'm gonna rotate, and then I'm gonna do this, and then I'm gonna do that. <laughs> and then, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> right, let's move on then to the tri fighter. Then it gets one shot. Oh, sad face. <laughs> um, can can we make tri fighters? I was gonna say great again, but great for the first time because they've never really made the impact that the the, the design and the awesomeness of the sculpt. Would make you think that they say, do. Uh, they just they look, look so really good. I mean, I've I've got two of them because I really like them. So and I've ben, used here's an i five. Here's them an i five. And I, but this guy's i five. And the he's other an ones were i five. This guy's an impatient invader. He's called Volan Das, and he says. Uh, after you fully execute a red manoeuvre, oh, I never like abilities that start with that, <laughs> you may, oh no, this is even worse, you may choose an enemy ship at range one, okay, uh, and the chosen ship gains a strain token, and you may remove a stress token. So it's like a budget Anakin Skywalker, but with a little bit of extras. But it's an I-5, so, and it's fully executed. And I can't remember what the red moves in their dialogue. Yeah, well, I'm just going to bring it up now, but it's interesting to note that this is not a normal tri-fighter. So uh, they yeah. have one Talons, a 3K and a 5K. Uh, but he's got modified for organic, so it's not a droid. Uh, this shit uh, is not yeah. affected by the standardized restriction, so that means you could take... Or you could have other tri-fighters with a standardization that you don't want on him, or vice versa. Um, he re- reduces the difficulty of his two and three bank maneuvers, so they become blue, and he increases the difficulty of his three turns. So that goes from blue to white. So his dial's pretty good. So he's he's got blue hard two, blue two and three banks, and then two three four straights all blue. I think if you can do a focus action, it'd yeah. probably be better. Yeah, well, I always you... felt like that's where they 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 missed out a little bit. You've I've got, got to think yeah. you would be able to with it. Being yeah, I would. Ass- I would assume you can, but I-, I can't see, so I don't know. Yeah, it's not on the. It's covered on the card, but so we can't yeah. see. It. Well, I imagine so because like, if if it is a a, it's not a droid. Then generally they can do focus. Um, so I'm just having a quick look at if there's any standardizations. Not too sure. Well, independent calculations is a uh, is a, a modification. Oh, but 
if he hasn't got the calculate action bar, so maybe that's what this this is. So you could have tri fighters with independent calculations, and then he isn't. He doesn't break yeah. that standardization rule, basically. Yeah, yeah, because otherwise he wouldn't be able to do it because he'd not be able to take calculates. Yeah, because he's focusing. So yeah. Anyway, he might turn up because he's maybe a little bit better, slightly different dial. It's uh, just a traditional ace interceptor dial, but um, I five with three health and lots of blue, uh, blue hard turns and looks like separatist, yeah. doesn't it? But the you know, the, um, the red maneuvers yeah. could be interesting with three and five k, and then the ability that if you land that um, with an enemy at range one, and that's not even in arc as well, so that's not that hard to to get to trigger. Then you give you give them a strain, so you may remove a stress. I like the ideas of this being a bit of an ace hunter because you can get yourself in a position where you can one talent um, to be just nestled in next to something because um, you're not really moving with a one talent um, or, as you say, 3K because that's quite a, a short move as well. Um, be good for hunting down those kind of I-6 large and I-5 and 6 medium large base ships um, as well. They'd be fairly neat and squirrely, possibly. Um, and anything that's allowing you to strip stress after red moves is good because you don't suffer the the potential turn of explosion because you don't have a token when things point at you. Um, you're you know as long as you're pulling off your ability, you're always getting a token. And the fact you're able to push a strain on somebody who you might then be shooting at. Well, and they got well, they've got, got they've got some decent linked actions as well. So they've got the barrel roll into red evade. They've got yeah. boost into red calculate, which I guess could be red focus with this one. And then they've got slam into a target lock. I kind of hope that the actions are different as well, just because I was just quickly reading up on it. Um, and he's sort of got a modified version of the ship. So it looks yeah. like he sort of modified it to do something. So it'd be quite interesting to have maybe a different sort of linked actions. Yeah, they've only got that slam into a target lock if they've got intercept booster equipped which uh yep so i've yeah so that yeah. just defaulted on the good old launch base so yeah um but if i take that off i think that's the only config they've got yeah yeah so like the their their actions their linked actions aren't terrible because they've got barrel to evade or boost to focus or calculate or whatever um and then they've got lock evade calculate as their standard so yeah just replace calculate for focus for this guy um he might actually be good so there you go, Ben. Opportunity to use one of your one of your tri fighters. Yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping that there's some maybe like a config or something. Just just because I'm um, uh, like a Star Wars fan or whatever, it's, it lists his ship separate as like a, a starship separate. Yeah. Rather than just saying it's a tri fighter, so it will be interesting. It, it, I can't find a lot of information, but it, yeah. it'd be like nice to see something weird and wonderful on it. Yeah. Shall we move on and talk about this T70 then? Or should, have we yeah, run out of time? You babe. You babe. <laughs> uh, so this is Zay Versio, her father's daughter. So this is Aiden Versio and I think Del Mico's um, kid in lore who ends up flying in a T70 for the Resistance. Initiative 3 T70 with the standard T70 loadout. And while you defend, if the attacker is damaged, you may re-roll the defense dice. Not bad. Yeah. It's okay. Um. If it comes in at the baseline value of five for T70s, it will never see play um, because 
there's no fours at the minute because when we had fours they were everywhere and they were too common so everybody went up to five if this comes in at four she'll see play because she'll be a 4.270 um it's as simple as that imagine if it was delmico's uh, Del ability and it was a bubble yeah that would be uh yeah quite interesting but alas not no sad sad face um, but yeah, it's just a T70, so it's always going to be a fairly solid ship. Um, it's going to be good. Um, then we've got the back of the pack to look at. Uh, so, some names that are going to pop up. Um, where's Jansen? He was the T65 who came with the blockade runner, the one with the peach nose. I still have the model. Um, he's back. We don't know what his ability is, but he's he's there and uh he was i he was in um initiative nine wasn't he in first edition who was that sorry my my page dropped where's jansen jansen yeah yeah he he did something like after you fire you had to discard a focus or evade or something was that him Uh, i remember at the end of 1.0 i was flying a list with yeah, one second. Luke, I'm, I'm on, one of them I'm on the, the flight assist. I'm on the first edition <laughs> squad builder. Let me find him. Where's Jansen? Was an eight. So he wasn't a nine. After you perform an attack, you may remove a focus of eight or blue target lock token from the defender. Yeah, so I can't believe I remembered them. that. <laughs> yeah, he jammed them. Um, yeah, so not bad. 29 points. So what would he be? A, th- a three-pointer in today's money? Mm. No. Six. <laughs> Twenty nine. No, that was in old money, he'd be a six, yeah. Mm. Um or five point eight, as it would be known, or six. Uh, so relatively expensive, but initiative eight, so he'd be a five, um, or maybe a six, but um so yeah, Jansen's come in. Um then some other people you've never heard of. Uh Second Sister is coming in the Oh, Pops Crail. Who's that? Don't know, but I like his name. I have to say, um, from looking at the back of this box, I'm I'm impressed with how many pilots come in it. But then yeah. I can't remember how many came in the first one. Um, it feels like about the same, but I can Is go it? and find out. But it, I'm yeah. not that bothered. But did we get it, upgrades though as well in the first? We got one. upgrades in the first pack. Yeah, there was upgrades in the first pack. I'm pretty sure there was because I'm sure that's where I got some of my um elicits and things from. Um, that I didn't otherwise own. Um, and nice to sec- see that they're doing something with the heavy as well. Yeah. Uh, so that, that model's is great. Flight leader Ubble, whoever that is, yeah. whatever they do. Um, second sister, <laughs> an- uh, another um, another inquisitor coming in, but it's an interceptor this time. So an interceptor with force that'll be mean. Um, <laughs> I expect to see that turning up at some point. Uh, we already know about Poe Dameron in the Scavenged uh, 1300, uh, but also Lando in the Scavenged 1300. So uh, not a surprise, um, but yeah, because, you know, he appeared in that movie that some people don't like and some people do. Um, but yeah, so Lando's is... going to be in there. So are we missing a trick, though, not getting upgrades? Because then you could have had, like, Wedge Gunner and stuff like that. I don't know if it won't have upgrades or not because mm. uh, this could just be a produced it, yeah. thing to stick on the internet to say here are what all the pilots are, and there could very well be things. So I'm not getting, yeah. I'm not going to cancel my account and rage on the internet about the fact that there's no wedge gunner or sorry pro- proton cannons or whatever that I want. <laughs> I'm not going to cancel it this month. 
not this month, not yet. No. <laughs> um, we've got another new resistance transport called Taka Gemorisa. I don't know who that is or what they do, but it's another couch that won't be as good as Cova, probably. <laughs> um, so probably won't get played. Um, then Doctor uh, Afrin scum. That's all that matters. Yeah, Doctor Afrin fun in 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 fun. Cannot wait. <laughs> fun and villainy. Um, <laughs> in a, in, a, in the triple six. So in the uh, in the party bus. Um, we've also got Dirge in the road class um, for both scum and uh, and separatists. Uh, these are I think Clone War characters. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so D- oh. uh, Dirge was a bounty hunter in the Clone Wars and Imperial Era. Yeah. Um, and who's Doctor Afra in? Is, is that a Clone Wars? She's character? from um, she's from the comics books. It's no, she's right. more. Um, she she Vader hires her for something, and it's where BT One and Triple Zero and yeah, yeah, all yeah. that comes from, isn't it? Ah, okay. I know she's in the Outer Rim game as well because everyone says yeah. you're not allowed to play as Doctor Afra because she's busted. Um, yeah. So the, the comics go. have been great. It's it's still going now. Okay, I don't read comics. Uh, spoiler alert for no one who hasn't read it, but yeah, she survives it. <laughs> wow, <laughs> survives dealing with Vader. She must be. Yeah, good. yeah. Um, but it's quite funny because now I'm hoping they do something like maybe that you can have a an Imperial list if you have Vader or something like that. Yeah, um, we've got Aura Singh uh, in the uh, in the Separatists. Uh, pack, um, part of the pack in the fire spray as well. So, um, separatist fire spray, new pilot uh, for Aura Singh. She is oh, she's the cool uh, bounty hunter who used to hang about with Baby Bubba in Clone Wars yep. um, and Bosk. So she's back into the the realm of proper proper old school bounty hunters. Something called the Iron Assembler, who's a vulture class, um, would be okay. And uh, a times three of the Calvrodo AI holdout. So, yeah. Basically a generic that's going to have an ability, which I think is quite cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Because they've they've kind of done that with some of the um, battle packs that are coming out, haven't they? Yes. And and I guess the Jingoists are kind of the same. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, we got those. And um, what what else did we get? I mean, we got fifth brother and was it fifth brother in this or was it seventh sister? In the last one, yeah. Um, oh no, I'm thinking about did, what? Did any generics come out in the last pack? The jingoists came out in Pride of Mandalore, no, no. didn't they? I just mean that um, in general they've released oh, yeah. sort of named pilots as such, but they'll have like multiple pips. Oh yeah, like generic abilities, but name them. Yeah, yeah. So they're not generics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you mean now. I'm with you. I just like that they they they're sort of bringing generics back, but limiting so you can't. Because let's be honest, we've had problems with spamming in the past. Yeah, Don't and know this what is you saying mean. no. <laughs> I mean, I'm just as guilty as you two. <laughs> but, Every, you know, everybody just... likes to everybody likes to slam six or seven ships on the table every so often. <laughs> it's a bit of fun. Um, first order is getting. Uh, another bomber, Jewel Gergerod, uh, a bunch of FO fighters, uh, three I think of them. Another Gergerod, isn't there? Moff Gergerod, yeah, from yeah. Imperials. So it's probably the kid of um, Moff Gergerod. And then we've already been through all the interesting things in uh, in Republic, except for the V nineteen torrent is called Slammer. <laughs> I was just about go. to bring that up. Slammer. 
Um, and that's what we know. So, so just yeah, um, just looking at it, so uh, there is a DT798. Um, so I just quickly Googled that. So that uh, DT798 has already appeared as a gunner and came in Fury of the First Order. And that is at the start of the engagement phase, you may choose a friendly ship in your firing arc. If you do, that ship gains one strain token. Uh, while you perform an attack, you may reroll up to one die for each ship in the attack arc with one or more non-lock red or orange tokens. So that potentially, I guess, could transfer over to the is it a fighter, TIE fighter. Yeah. Uh, and you could find there could be a cannon slot or something on, on that TIE fighter. Um, okay. So that could be interesting. But So this is... Very like the Jingoists, but it's not limited to range one. Well, as a it, and it was give a you may choose a friendly ship to give the strain to, but yeah. it's a may. And then the second part of so the, the why you perform an attack is always working if there are non lock red and orange tokens. You don't yeah. need to strain your own ships. Yeah. Oh, and Johnny, Johnny used this at the weekend. Yeah. So interesting stuff. Um, I mean, I think um, the the discussion earlier about if there was going to be two Corin Horns, I, I'd say there possibly isn't because um, both the Aether sprites are listed under yeah. the um, under there. I mean, so the, seven, well, well, the seven. But that is probably because they are now treated as separate chassis. So, yeah. Fair. Whereas if Corin Horn appeared in the, I don't know why you would put him in the T sixty five twice. Like you sure you would have one in the E wing and one in the T sixty five if you if you were going to redo it, um, but I suppose E wing is extended now, so maybe. But so I've yeah. just been and had a look at Hot Shots and Aces one. There were three pilots for each of the f- factions, each of the f- five factions. So it didn't have Rebel and it didn't have Imperial. Um, oh no, it did have Rebel and Imperial. What does it not have? Uh Galactic Republic and. Um, Separatist. Separatists. Yeah. Um, so this was the pack that brought out Gina Moonsong in the B-Wing, Leia in the 1300, Callus in the Ghost, and K2SO in the U-Wing, Fifth Brother, Vagabond, and Morna Key for, imp- for Empire, so a V1, Striker, and Decimator. Scum got Numlum in the Jumpmaster, Gargor in the Skick, and Bosk in the Headhunter, yay. Um, Resistance got I five page Tico in the Star Fortress, yay! Um, Ronith Blario, who briefly made a splash, and ZZ Slow, who very much still makes a splash for Resistance, is probably the best the best A wing in the game. Um, and then first order got Captain Phasma, Lieutenant LeHughes, and Rush. Um, and then upgrades, yes, Composure, Snapshot, Brilliant Evasion, Foresight, blah 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 blah. A bunch of relatively rare upgrades, things like advanced optics that weren't common, um, things like auto blasters, plasma torpedoes, triple zero, K2SO, Maul, um, Moldy Crow, so that you didn't have to buy the Rebel conversion pack to get it for scum, um, and so on and so on. They went through and did a whole bunch of stuff. So it would be sad, and we might have to riot um, if they don't put some upgrades into this pack just to basically give us access to particularly the newer things like as i said before proton cannons homing torpedoes things that you probably won't use but it's nice to have them without having to buy out of faction um again um do you know what they should put in ion bombs yes because they still only (laughs) exist in one pack and dorsal turrets 
dorsal turrets are the other one because they only come in conversion kits and you, and you and something like that and you only get one i can't remember what it is i was chatting to dave about it at one point there's a bunch of upgrades that are a lot rarer than you think they are um because they're not um that they just don't turn up in uh, in a lot of packs um so i think dorsal turrets only turn up in the conversion kits and the core kit and i think you only get one in each um so they're like just low key you kind of go into your binders and your folders to try and find them and you go oh where is everything where are they so fugitives and collaborators they came out with recently but then conversion kit for empire the ghost uh, rebel and scum and villainy conversion kits and the only places where you get them so because i only have one of those packs i think i've got two copies from the rebel alliance conversion kit and that's it so there you go weird things don't ever give somebody a dorsal turret for free they're worth a fiver there you go lesson for today right uh so this weekend we're going to go to um board and brum yep. and we're going and we're going to play um x-wing uh, as part <laughs> of tim's world's warm-up event um i've recently as of this morning or last night got permission to attend so i shall be there flying something probably involving the resistance faction because that's all i've been flying recently um despite keeping trying to try other lists out i plonk things down and go do you want to play against jedi or this and they go that and i go right okay just keep using the same stuff it's fine so um yeah i'm looking forward to it uh ben you might be going solid maybe a solid probably <laughs> Um, you just got to tell the uh, missus that you know, it's, you know, because you're not going to Worlds, you need to come to this event to, you know, get that kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah, that that's what um, I'm. I'm leaning on the. I really wanted to go to Worlds, but um, now I can't because of you making me spend my money on other things. So can I go to this other event down in Birmingham? And you know, I've told her that it's four rounds plus two rounds of cut, so I might not be back until like nine o'clock, which means I can. <laughs> I can surprise and delight her by being home for six uh, when I crash out. Um, or I, I, to say, like you know, I could have stayed later. However, I felt it was important to come home and I really you. wanted to finish reading the carpet people to the kids. Uh, <laughs> not that I'm, you know, when, when I miss it, like on a Tuesday night, she reads them a chapter because I'm at X Wing, and um, I always come home. And then the next day on my lunch, I read the chapter of the book because I don't like missing out on what's happening in the story. Because I started off asking them to tell me what happened last night in the story. And they go, can't remember. And it's like, what? Did did your mum read it to you? Yeah. So what happened? Can't remember. So you go back and flick through it and remind them. And they go, oh, yeah, yeah, it was that. Yeah, yeah. Remember now. <laughs> right. Fair enough. Well, at least you're enjoying it while it's happening, even if you can't remember it the next day. But yeah, it's looking like a you know we got a decent turnout. At least I think about a dozen, and considering we got the uh, London GT going on the same weekend, I think that is uh, a decent turnout. So um, yeah, lots of cool prizes to give away, including painting ships and bits and bobs. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah, gonna be good. It's always nice to go down to Boarding Brum. Always nice to go to the pub afterwards for a drink and a, and a bit of food um, as well. And always nice to hang out with the guys down there. So um, I'm looking forward to using my new uh, 
my new XTC swag turned up yesterday in the post. So it has arrived. So I've got my uh, my razor thin Louis Leong objective markers, uh, which are beautiful things. And I don't know if Louis listens to the podcast, but um, if he is, I've already told him uh, in a number of different channels, but they are works of art and they're absolutely beautiful. And I'm re- going to really enjoy using them when I put them on the table. Um, they are they've great. got. Oh, they've got these beautiful little designs on the back of the XTC ones of like different battles. And I was looking at them going, well, I've got a black set for participation and we've got this gold and blue set for Ireland making the finals. And I was like, well, I'll, and I like, was about to put the black set into like the prize support for the, for the Sith Taker Open. And then I realized that they all have different battles on them. So the Mm. finalist ones has got four different battles to the five participation ones. I was like, "Mm, sorry, says Take Open People, I'm keeping these. Um, (laughs) So that's it. I mean, I've got my 186 ones, which uh, unfortunately will will most likely get given away at one of my events uh, once I get my uh, my XDC set. And then, yeah, I will have another set as well, which would be quite nice. I I was genuinely actually thinking that probably you don't need five of these things. I think that what we could probably end up doing is having given away like ones and twos of like these token of these um, objective tokens, because you only need one for chance encounter. You only need three for scramble. And then, you know, yeah. If if everybody owns three, then that's all you would need. The only issue I would see there is like you'd have to how how would you tell yours apart? Oh, I don't know which ones mine are because mine will be the shiny XDC finalist ones. They, they will be, but then yeah, that's it. Like you need a few more designs or just yeah. very very discreetly perhaps mark mark them ever so slightly. Yeah. But. So I mean, Louis is selling ones that have got holocrons designs on them from his Etsy store, um, and I went to look at buying some, and they were sold out. So you know, people are have noticed these things that he's producing, um, rightly so, because they're amazing, um, and are starting to buy them. So I think we'll we'll start to see them. I've now got two sets of the cardboard ones that I'll probably give to the next new player who turns up and goes, I haven't got those. I'll be like, here you go, have, have a set of five. That's all you need. Um, and, you know. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Like, from from a gaming point of view, they are perfect because they don't interfere with ships at all. Um, you know, it's almost like I wish the obstacles were made out of the same material, and then yeah. you know that would make, <gasps> make life a lot oh, easier. Tim, that's the that's the idea. Reach out to him and just be like, "Can you make me a copy of the following object uh, rocks, but out of that same material, please?" And you won't be allowed to use them in official yeah, terms. Yeah, I mean, you'll be. Like, yeah, well, actually, that's an interesting thing. Like, you know. Technically, could you use the objective tokens? Um, yes, because you're allowed. To, I, so you're <laughs> allowed to use. No, you're allowed to use components. Uh, and probably, I can't remember they what probably haven't. They, well, they, they probably haven't specifically named. Well, because they say you can't use third party like bombs and mine tokens. Yeah, but well, they'd be absolute madheads to ban this. Oh yeah, I mean they're they're clever. Like we we were looking at um, like the really thin balsa wood ones that Matt was doing down the club when he you know when they first turned out, and we were kind of going right. You've got the three mil acrylic ones, then you've got the two mil or two and a half mil um, paper ones, then you've got the 
Matt's ones, which are about one mil balsa wood, and then Louis turned up with ones that are like 0.1 of a mil made out of steel, and it's like, all right, fine. <laughs> can you get any thinner than that? I don't think you can. Um, not while maintaining any form of rigidity. Um, but yeah, and then they're amazing. Like they look absolutely beautiful. And I've got another Beskar as well. So I've got two bits of Beskar now. This one's got XTC written on the back of it. So all very happy. It's lovely stuff. Um, I'll show it you tomorrow. Um, I'll show it me. Are you not going tomorrow? No, I can't go tomorrow. <gasps> I'm not done. I know. I'm going to have kebab tomorrow. <laughs> no, I'm just going to have to buy my own kebab. <laughs> Let's make sure someone takes a picture of you again. Oh, such a delightful picture. That, that that actually drove me back to the gym this week, genuinely. <laughs> like, yeah, I've put on some of the weight again that I lost. Maybe it's time to get back to the gym. So, um, cool. I think we're done then. We can still continue waffling about middle-aged man things, or we can wrap it up. So it's just probably... you, Rich. <laughs> yeah, you know I enjoy it. Um, have you got anything else that you wanted to to chat about, Ben? Adam's a cheater. Who's a cheater? Adam definitely <laughs> must be, must be. That's the only way I could beat you. It, it must be Obviously. pointed out that Adam used to make cut at the system opens and stuff when they were over five hundred people. So you know he's no slouch. Um, yeah, he's very, to be very fair, he was playing for Phantoms. Yeah, and that that year he knocked me out in the last round, and we were sharing a room together. But the year before he made cut using Ray Lorick. So. Yeah. Yeah, you sure? And yeah, and got knocked out in the first round of cup by Dale Cromwell, who outjousted him with Suntier Fell and something else I can't remember. But yeah, I think you're mistaken. I'm not, because it was the one I went to, and he made cut, and we were like, "Oh, Adams made cut." I think you're mistaken. Anyway, he's a good player, is what I'm saying. He is a good player. I'm uh, not mistaken, mistaken on that on count. That I'm not mistaken on the count that he's a good player, though, and that's what matters. So there we go. It matters um, that he's a cheat, got you. Okay. <laughs> so you're, you're he's fine, actually you're coming fine. on. Jokes aside, he is actually coming on Tuesday, which will be fun. I'm kind cool. of sad I'm not coming. I'll look for a game for him. Then see see what's going on with this weird Tesla build that he's put together. <laughs> be like, you know, that's wrong in so many ways, don't you, mate? <laughs> and I then he beat me, and then I'll be sad. Um, if you rolled a crit with the plasma top, you got the bullseye off. Um, the 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 what's it wartime loadout? Yeah, stops the, the crits being turned down, which was quite interesting. Yeah, devastating barrage. You can't cancel the crit from. Yeah, so there that, was a thing with was one of the moments that probably won him the game, if I'm honest. Yeah, there was a thing with so he randomly threw a crit because you can with Zori, you've got enough points to put marksmanship on, so that if you land the bullseye, you definitely get a crit. Um, but with that Tezza build, you've just got enough points for the plasma torp, so. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, Tim, have you anything else you wanted to chat about? No, I'll say good luck to everybody that's going to London to the GT. Um, but you all suck because you're not coming to my event. Um, <laughs> but obviously, tune into Firecast Focus and watch the stream. Uh, Nick will be there all weekend, uh, giving us some high quality X Wing content. Yeah, and Dom and will Dom's join playing, in. Dom's playing, but he'll join in streaming once he crashes out. Yeah. Once he goes 0 2. He'll be like, he's known for doing that. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Only against us. Only against us. 
Um, yeah, we're undefeated on the Firecaster, if I remember rightly. <laughs> yeah. And they still haven't sung their song. They still haven't. No, this is the it. second Christmas that they haven't done it. So. Actually, that's a good point. Actually, anybody that's listening to this uh, this podcast episode, jump on the stream over the weekend and keep asking Nick, when is he going to come on our podcast and sing the song he owes us? Yeah, there you so, go. Your ask, mission. Yeah, ask him that all weekend. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to annoy Nick in a slightly different way than you were planning to annoy Nick anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, see so you don't have to mention his height or his Welshness or anything like that. Let's just make it all about. <laughs> <sighs> uh, um, yeah, no, I've I've not got any anything that I wanted to to talk about other than what I already have. Um, just yeah, good luck to everybody who's flying in anything this weekend. Have fun, be excellent, and we'll try and get uh, somebody on who's done reasonably well at the grand uh at the london grand tournament or whatever it's called uh this weekend uh to chat to next week and we'll see if we can grab somebody um to, to talk about the event as well so yeah all right uh on that note then it's goodbye from tim goodbye that's goodbye from ben bye that's goodbye from me bye-bye toodles <laughs> <laughs>